It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Go Birds Radio presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook at the Parks Casino. Great TVs, comfy chairs, awesome place to hang out. James Seltzer with you and my man, Robbie E. Rob Ellis in for Elliott Shore Parks. Yes. What up, buddy? How this you doing? This is my second straight week on the Go Birds. I, you're more Go Birds than, than either of us I, these I, days. I, I, you're I the consistent thing on Go Birds. I'm going right out for a tattoo. Today. <laughs> I'm going out. Hey, there are worse tattoos you could get. right than above a, the heart. I man. like that. Go Other, Birds. T- a big chest, yes. maybe an eagle with the yes. Go Birds wrapped around it or I something. I like that. See? Thank this you. is what I'm here for. No, my pleasure, man. It's great <laughs> to be hanging with you today. Can't yeah, wait. I'm really excited. It's awesome to have you in here. Obviously, a clear upgrade from my usual partner <laughs> doing these shows. Uh, 205-592-9494. Look, we sit here today. Uh, it is April 15th, tax day. Oh, yeah, that's yes, right, that's people. First thing that if, you haven't even, if you haven't started yet. <laughs> yes, yes, first thing that comes to mind, of yes. course, is tax day. But we are also, Rob, less than two weeks away from the NFL draft. It's kind of snuck up on us mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, we've been talking about Bijan and talking about the draft, but all of a sudden, you know, we will be doing our show from this spot two weeks from Saturday, reacting to the first three rounds of the draft. Like, all of a sudden, it's right around the corner as we sit here essentially 12 days away from the first round of the draft. Where are you at right now with Thankful. the birds with the pig? Yeah, right. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> well, Thank here's you. the thing, James. You know this. The NFL does an amazing job of being damn near 365, 24-7, and we are thankful. Thank you, content gods. Yes. Right? We're yes. very happy about that. But you do have a couple little lull periods. One of them is right about those three weeks before camp starts mm-hmm. in June where you're like, come on, like, let's get to camp here. Let's get this going. And the other one is like these last three weeks when you're just itching. You've done all your analysis on the draft. You're excited. You've run through scenarios in your head, and you can't wait. 
I can't wait. I love the fact that we're 12 days away. I wish I could fast forward a little bit, but no. I mean, and, and the other thing, here's the thing I think is really underrated. I think you hit on something. The Eagles are sitting here. They were three points away from winning a Super Bowl, and they have the 10th yeah. and the 30th pick. That, yeah. It's not like the usual where we're just sitting there at 30, like, I don't know who's going to be there, man. They'll probably trade down. Like, I think there should be a lot more excitement attached to this, having a pick that high. Yeah, again, to your point, coming off a, a near Super Bowl victory to have the 10th pick, it's, I mean, I don't remember it. I, I'm sure there are stats out there about how often it happens. It's probably pretty rare to have a top 10 pick coming off a Super Bowl appearance. And I think that's what makes it so interesting, and that's what makes the conversation around it so interesting, is that, you know, the Eagles can kind of mess around a little bit. That's yeah. why this whole Bijan thing has become a thing. I, I don't think that there is such a, a fervor of people, you know, pounding the drum to take Bijan. If it weren't for the fact they have two picks and, and they just came off a Super Bowl appearance, and it's like, all right, let's just, let's just go do this thing. James, and you have arguably the most aggressive general manager mm-hmm. who's ever lived. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have a guy who... I mean, the times that he sat on his hands and just picked where he was going, where they were allotted to pick, you could count on on you know three times I think in his career since he's taken this thing over. Literally, no way are they sitting there at ten and three. Yeah, I agree. There is no prayer that that happens. And I think for a while we were in the mindset, oh, they're just going to trade down. I don't know that they're just going to trade down. Yes. So you're thinking maybe a trade up? Yeah, I think they're going up. I think they're going up, and I. Look, we know the positions that they love, that they value. That's edge, that's defensive tackle, that's offensive tackle, it's receiver, it's quarterback. It's those type of corner. It's the, not necessarily in the first round with corner, but it's those positions they value. They have a quarterback, okay? They're not going quarterback. Yep. They really need linebacker and safety. There's no prayer that they're taking a linebacker or safety, I think, with either of those picks. I would agree. I think at 30, if there's a safety there, they really like maybe, but I I generally agree with you. Branch sitting there at 30, maybe. Maybe. Something like that. But you can always use an edge rusher. You have Brandon Graham at 35 years old. You You have Derek Barnett likely in his last year as an eagle. Defensive tackle, Fletcher, likely in his last year. Mm hmm if you can get up and get Will Anderson and or Jalen Carter, if he vets out and everything's good there, I don't think there's any reason why they wouldn't at least take a shot. Now, you need two to tango. you got to make some things happen here to make it happen. But, but the notion that Howie is just going to assemble in the back of the line, I just don't buy it. Yeah, well, especially when you look at all the picks they're going to have next year. You know, the, all the comp picks. It's yep. like 13 picks they're going to have next mm-hmm. season. So a lot of people are like, oh, trade back, get more picks for next year. Like, they don't, it's need, not about next they year. don't need picks no. for next year. And I do think they are in a really fascinating situation right now because we all remember coming off the Super Bowl in 2017 and 2018, beginning of 2018, and them going for it mm-hmm. and them saying, all right, we've got this group right here. we got Carson coming back. Let's get him a Super Bowl. Let's do this whole thing. And how he has since talked about the mistakes that he made. The, too sentimental. You know, too sentimental, relying on older veterans, relying on guys we cared about, and, and just the whole push to go back. But I think they're in an interesting spot right now where – they are in a, a, a similar situation coming off a of Super Bowl. They have some older vets. They've got some guys, oh, do we want to go all in right now? Because they do have a really unique spot with this conference right now. I mean, they are far and away the best team in the NFC. I mean, Jalen Hurts is, is so definitively the best quarterback in the conference right now. But you also had those mistakes you made in the past. Do you think that Howie, I'm really intrigued by the situation that Howie is in right now. Do you think he is thinking, all right, 
we're going for it right now? Or do you think he's thinking, all right, we have to build this up while we're going for it now, but we're also really thinking about two, three, four years down the road while he's doing it? I think his primary objective is going for it now. I, I think they're bummed that they got that close and couldn't finish it off. I don't, I don't think they're looking – look, you always have to have some foresight, and you always got to look a little bit down the road a little bit as a GM. But I think they're absolutely – look, you don't bring back Brandon Graham at 35. You don't you – don't, I don't know that they had to coerce Kelsey, but whatever. Kelsey's back at his age. You got some guys with, with some wear and tear on them. You, you're trying to win right now. And you're also, like you just said, you have all those picks next year. It's not like you're, you're pulling a Rams and just pushing all your chips forward and we're screwed with no picks or anything yeah, else. Yeah. They're, they're in fine shape. And they have young talent, too. Yes. I mean, they have guys you can count on for the future, theoretically. Yeah, you do. And, look, the other thing is this isn't sexy. People aren't going to like to hear this. But if Kelsey does hang it up, Jurgens is absolutely going to center that following year. They could justify in their heads grabbing a guard or a tackle. Or Skaronsky, who could be both. Kind Correct. Of yeah, so that's not out of the question either. That's not going to get it done for people, but that is not what the Eagles are concerned about. So that is a definite possibility. Uh, look, I I think the thing that if I would be least shocked by at 10 is if they just if they stay at 10. Yeah. I think that least surprising pick for me would they just take the best offensive lineman on the board and say, hey, this is what we do. Yes. This is how we build our team. You can't argue with results. The results prove that this is a smart way to go about it. We took Jurgens last year in the second round when no one thought we would. We've done this so many times. And it works at Landon Dickerson. Everyone's like, why are you taking Dickerson there? Jurgens. Boom. Jurgens. Last year, like year after year after year, mm-hmm. they take offensive linemen higher than they than people think they will. And, it, and it's it's an ethos of the team. I, I agree with you. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I do think, and two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Coming to the phones in a few. We want to get your thoughts on the draft. We are again only uh, twelve days away Crazy. from the Eagles making those picks, or at least one of them. We think on that first night of the draft, what you want them to see them do with the ten pick, trade up, trade back. And I want to get into the Bijan thing again because I know you're not in on the Bijan thing. I am. I am a no, but I'm a very soft no yeah. on the Bijan thing. Like I will if they end up doing it. And again, I do not expect them to. And if anything, I think they trade back and get him if they're going to end up right. with Bijan somehow. But I will not be upset. I will not be like, how could you do it? But if it were me, I wouldn't invest that pick, the money it costs and all that moving forward with the running back. But what I am most shocked about is with a fan base that has been conditioned. Like, I think that, you know, in the past, we'd be like an offensive lineman. Now we're like, oh, we get it. This is what they do. Maybe I'll be a little annoyed at 10 because it's like, you know, you got other things yeah. I want there. But we would understand it. I feel like this team has, has trained this fan base to expect them to do the smart football things. And yet, and yet, at 10, I talk to people every day. The vast majority of the Eagles fan base wants them to take a running back at 10, Rob. And, James, I know not everybody in our listening audience remembers 1999 now. I, I, like, I get that. So, but we lived it. And the the fervor over Ricky Williams versus Donovan, mm-hmm. and and I feel like we still live. If it, you right? don't know your history, <laughs> you're condemned to repeat it. And, and like to some extent, I'm saying, guys, that's just not the way things are done. I, I went back, James, and I went through the last twenty Super Bowl winners. None of them have that high end marquee, other than Marshawn Lynch, who ended up, you know, with, with Seattle mm-hmm. when they won. Yeah, he was drafted by the Bills. Bills, but, ended but he up ended there. up there. Yeah. But he was, you know, a high pick and whatever. Sure. But that's it. I mean, it's a bunch of, like, James White's and, and LeGarrette Blunt's and Isaiah Pacheco's along the way. Like, that's not what it's about. You can get a good enough. Not I'm not 
Look, when you when you get into these discussions, it sounds like you're you're saying Bijan Robinson isn't a talent. I'm absolutely not saying that. He's a, he's a thoroughbred. The guy's unbelievable. Right? I love him, but that's not how you win in the NFL because you can get that. You can get good enough, and you may not be able to get a good enough edge guy or defensive tackle or offensive lineman later. You can get a running back later via trade, via draft, via free agency. I just saw today. I'm watching Sports Center before I came in, and. Jeremy Fowler's reporting that Joe Mixon could be cut, that Dalvin Cook could be cut. <laughs> I'm serious, and I'm saying to myself, like this is these guys are dime a dozens. Even the quality ones aren't respected enough to pay them big bucks. Therefore, they could come loose, and Howie could make one of his patented late offseason moves and grab one of those guys. I'm not using one of these picks on Bijan. I'm just not. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. And again, like I, I'm not. As as I won't be angry if they do it in the sense that you know it would be fun to watch this yeah. guy and I do I do get the idea of right now where the Eagles sit and where the NFL sits and we just saw it with the Chiefs like go in with offense you know just yeah. make the best possible offense you can and go out and and outscore the other team and all you need is a couple stops on defense and you're going to win in today's age of NFL but there are just so many other big uh, like holes on this team for the future that you could fill with that spot right. especially on a defensive side where we did just lose five starters yeah you know, five starters I, gone this offseason I'm glad you brought that up because here you're right it is an offensive league however we've gone now into hey just throw anybody out there on defense and score 40 a game mode like we've gotten into that like we've really sort of jumped into that mode um <laughs> You know, in, in with our mindset, you still need guys to go out there and make plays. You do. <laughs> Should we just go? Let's so, do a so little yeah, play we're, by we're play. We're just hanging out here, and uh, so we, um, the the uh, Mark, shout out to the bartender yes. at at Parks, is always awesome enough to bring us over a case the of people, water. Folks are great here; they they're treat so us good awesome. Food, yeah. you know, the whole yep. thing. They're, they're, oh, the Parks is the best. Um, so we have this case of water that is on our table that we are doing the show on. A guy just walked by and just grabbed one and was like, all right, thanks. He just walked by. I was oh, yeah. like, what? The best move was after he grabbed it, he like gave us like a cheers. He's like, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, man. Cool. It's like, all right. Glad we can help out. Go but, for it, pal. But anyway, um, I think we the pendulum has swung a little bit too far the one way, James, where people are like, ah, screw defense. Like, you do need a couple guys to go out there and make plays for you. Yes, you still, we saw it again in the Super Bowl. Yes, the Chiefs won with offense, but you know what their defense did? Their defense made a couple plays. Yeah, the Eagles scored 11 points in the second half. That's exactly right. Their defense made some stops when they had to make them. They they returned a fumble for a touchdown. Like, they had moments. Yeah. They, they impacted the game, Right. whereas the Eagles defense didn't. And I know there's a lot of mitigating factors for that, the field and this and that. We can get into the whole thing but ultimately when you look at how this team is built and again the eagles can't spend all this time uh preaching the way they build this team and having so much success with it and then just throw that in the trash now i do get the argument what do you say to this because because yeah. i do think there is a compelling and we're gonna get to the phones in a minute 215-592-9494 get on the line now i do think that the most compelling argument for the b john thing is the idea that teams as good as the eagles are usually not in a position to get yeah. this guy i think it's a fair argument like like when when people bring up Bijan, I don't laugh it off, and I don't tell you people they're nuts. Like, I get it, okay? I understand it. And, and, like, ultimately, if they took him, am I angry? No, I'm not angry. I just think there's better ways that, you know, you can utilize the resources. resources. That's yep. all. But, um, yes, th that is a very valid Compelling. statement. It yeah. is. And, and, that, and to me, that's the biggest argument that you could make is teams weren't usually in this unique state they probably needed a quarterback most of those teams that were you know whatever over the years that have number 10 pick or they need something else desperately uh, at least on that side of the ball the eagles aren't in that kind of position mm -hmm. they're not there it's 
it's kind of nice. I mean, you're in a you're in a really good spot. It's usually a quarterback, which they don't. Um, so I think that's fair, and I, I think it's a, a, a compelling argument. The other thing is, I would just say, James, would a running back get the the requisite amount of touches that you would need to justify taking him there on this team? Well, that's a great question. Also, the whole point with this specific team is that this team is going to make running backs look good anyway. Yes, because I mean, of the whether, offensive line. Yeah, and Jalen. Right. Like, Jalen and the pulling and the knowing when to – and he's so smart with those decisions. And, oh, by the way, dude's a pretty damn good runner himself. Yeah, and right. the short yardage stuff is taken care of. And I know the argument of mm-hmm. you can take that off Jalen, but he's so good at it. Like, yeah. I'm not that worried about it. Like, he doesn't get hurt on those plays. He got hurt on a weird freak play in Chicago. Yeah. So, like, I, I think that while I get it, and I do think the argument of, hey, the Eagles are a great team – who just happened to have the 10th pick because their GM made some really smart decisions, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a luxury. Yep. And this guy is is worthy of that as a football player. Yeah. But again, the idea that this team has so many other spots, and this is a premium resource. No doubt. And then on top of that, the idea that you're going to be paying him by year four of the contract, he's going to be one of the higher-paid running backs in the NFL. Yeah, he's going to come right out of the shoot at $4 million. So you're losing that value. I mean, again, yeah. the entire – the four guys that are, you know, the presupposed running back room right now – Make under four million Nothing. combined, and this is also how, would make more than the whole room coming in. James, this is how you pay your quarterback. You exactly have, right. at some position you got to take some hits, like linebacker. You're going to take hits, running back. You're going to take hits. There's certain other spots where you just you just can't afford to allot that kind of money to. You just can't. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you come down on this? We are again less than two weeks away from the draft. We will know the Bijan or Bust thing will be decided in twelve days. Thank God. Thank God. Where are you at on it? Are you Bijan or Bust? Do you believe that that this is that unique scenario where the Eagles should shirk what they've done to build the the you know franchise the way they have and 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 go a different way and zag when others are zigging, or are you with Rob and and me where you're you're thinking hey. I like the idea. He seems like a fun player, but they need to they need some pieces yes. for the future, especially defensively. And I really like Rob's idea of just going up and getting Carter or Anderson. Like, why mess around? You have needs at those positions. They are the two best defensive players in the draft, without a doubt. Like, go make it happen. Impact now. players. You're in a position to maneuver when you're that high, you, especially yes. if we think Jalen Hurts is going to be competitive every year, more or less. You know, things happen, but yep. for the most part, if you have Hurts, you got a shot, right? Exactly. Like. You're not going to be in the tent. How can we own deal? And he might be in this spot again at some point because he's so never. good at his job. But right. he might not be. You right. might never be picking this high again with Jalen. you got to come away with someone who matters. Amen. 215-592-9494. Let's start out where we do every single Saturday at this time with our good buddy in Abington, Eota. Eota, how are we doing today? Tom, that was a good yell, man. You're ready today. Oh yeah, I've been I've been busy as all get out, but I always have time to call the whip and check in with my Jewish brother from another mother, James, <laughs> and a much appreciated improvement over ESP with my brother Robbie E. Damn straight, buddy. Tommy. All right, so fellas, let's get into it. Uh, James, you know where I stand. I'm Bijan. I know. I'm Bijan or bust. I'm so, surprised I- by that because you are generally, uh, uh, you know, you you are generally a. I don't want to say like a uh, you are a smart football person, but I don't want to rip the people who are going bees on. But you're very well, usually are, are in line saying. with build through the lines, build yep. through the trenches. Like that's what you've always been. But that shows you how rare of a spot the Eagles are in, right? So um, because I'm I'm totally on board with it. But I mean, I could regurgitate all the reasons why, but you already know them. So I want to talk about the draft order and the birds at ten. So think of it this way. I think they have a chance here to actually trade back a few spots, pick up another 
uh, another pick and still get Bijan. And that, now, that I, I think... Oh, you could do that. I think, I think we'd all be pretty happy with that. If yeah. you can move right, back that would make assets. everybody happy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I think so that's now, very legit that yeah. you could do that. So now who, though? Because I know in 15 spots at 26, the Cowboys, they would take Bijan, right? Well, I, hold I up, real it, quick, I, real quick, Tom. Everyone keeps saying that. Like, oh, you what? They just franchise tag Tony Pollard. They like, don't they just want the two quarterback him. thing, the yes. two running back thing, and again. they just did it. Like yeah. they just took a running back in the first round. Like I, they have a lot of other needs. Like I, I know that I everyone know, just thinks they would did be it with Jerry Jones. Yeah, it's a good argument. It, it is. And he's, he's a Texas right. kid. And look, we, know, we didn't think they were going to take CD that draft, and they yep. just took him. So they, he's a shiny right. toy guy. You're so right. There, there is definitely Tom, you're right. That's yeah. fair. I, I, don't, I just don't think it's a fait accompli like a lot of people have made it seem. Before that, at 14, I think the Patriots, that's the risk that they would take them. I think that's the biggest threat. So I, I don't know what team could, would want to move up or what they you know, would be willing to part with, but I, I just think that would make everybody happy. I agree. I agree. What do you want to say about the Hurts contract, Tommy? Oh, I just want to throw some numbers out there. Um, uh, I just, uh, I've just i been uh, extremely busy. I have my son build a uh, website for me with a YouTube channel. Oh, um, look at you. Yeah, it's uh, vampirern.com. And uh, there's a link to the YouTube channel there. There's a QR code on my Twitter and my Facebook as look well. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Thank you for that. But on Hurts... I would give him five hundred thirty million over ten years, two hundred and thirty guaranteed. Uh, look, and Tom, great Thanks, call Tom. as always, brother. Thanks, always. Always a pleasure. I, uh, I do think that I would love to sign Hertz to that type, the Mahomes type of contract, yeah. where you know, in a few years we're looking at it saying, "Wow, what a steal!" Uh, I just don't, I don't know why Jalen would do that, especially at his age when he's got so much more potential to get another contract yeah. after this. You know, I just think, look, the the thing with the Hertz contract, and and it's it's. It's one of those, it's a strange situation in that it's like everyone's just like, all right, just give him everything he needs, mm-hmm. and that's cool, whatever. But, like, the only reason you sign him early is if both sides get something out of it, right? He's getting this yeah. this this long-term, you know, generational, familial wealth or whatever, and the Eagles are at some point in the deal, like, because he's going to be the top guy or one of the top guys when he signs it. But, but in year three, year four, whatever it is, you need to get some sort of value out of this where he is the 12th or 10th you're, or whatever. You're exactly right. I mean, you're not... Look, you very. I don't want them to do this. I think it would be an utter mistake. But you're doing him a favor by doing this early. Yep. So there's got to be some give on that end as well. Look, here, here's where this is tricky for all the reasons we've, we've been through. But the owners seem pretty damn committed to not doing Deshaun Watson again. Yeah. Right, number one. As they should. I agree. It was, I, it was I, the it Haslams was, or the they, uh, they must all hate him. They do. He's got to be yeah. that guy. But. The other, but the problem is, you almost wish Lamar was done. You wish Baltimore hadn't, and he hadn't been at loggerheads with this. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's the other piece of this thing. I can't imagine, I think it's Nicole Lynn, I believe is his agent's Correct. name for yeah. Clutch. I can't believe he and Nicole aren't saying, we don't need to rush this. Like, let's see how these pieces start to fall in place. Now, the danger is, Lamar just is forced to play on a tag, and who, who knows what the hell happens after that. Mm-hmm. But... I just don't know. I think they get it done before Camp James, but I don't think it's done much before that. I think that's like really that, that sort of line in the sand, the invisible deadline. But yeah, you got to have some back end. Even Mahomes' deal on the back end, that's it's why. very, yeah. very team very friendly. Team it's got to be that way. Yeah, otherwise, there's no reason to do it. None. Look, theoretically, the Eagles do have leverage here. Like, if they wanted to, and they won't, it's not their style, and, and I don't think Hurts wants that, and I think they're going to work this out. 
But the Eagles do hold his rights for the next three years no matter what. No matter what. Like, they are in control of him for the next three years. So, like, let's not forget they do have leverage in this as well. Yes. 215-592-9494. And, of course, if you want to chime in on the Hurts contract, in addition to your draft talk, Bijan or Bust, defense, what do you want the Eagles to do with the 10th pick? And, and honestly, if you want them to move with the pick, as, as Rob outlined the idea of moving up, 215 592 94 94 it's go birds radio from the beautiful sports book of parks casino and it is a great time of year for sports and for the bet parks sportsbook app baseball and golf are back pro basketball and hockey playoffs are going on as we speak bet parks is a proud official betting partner of the pga tour as well and in, in my hand when you're holding the bet parks app you have all you need to get some skin in the game. It's the only sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. The Bet Park Sportsbook Casino app. You can bet golf every weekend. You can bet pro baseball, basketball, MMA, hockey too. Live in-game betting lets you bet as you watch the action. Same game parlays and so much more. You can bet more than the score. You can bet on player performances, hits, homers, strikeouts in baseball, points, rebounds, assists, and hoops, and much more. All new users, you can bet $10 and get 125 in sportsbook bonus. If your first bet is a winner, betparks.com has all the terms and conditions. New users and winning bets only. Sports bonus bet must be wagered once. See website for details. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Let's go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app, coming in from the Sportsbook and Parks Casino. Rob Ellis, James Seltzer with you till three. Leading off after that, leading you some, a win Got yesterday. A win. How about it? Got a win. A nice, Stop easy the bleeding. win. Yes, it was, uh, you know, they were five through the ninth. I was like, give me some runs. They yeah, this was runs. not a sweat game. It was it was nice. It was nice. I, I, want, I didn't have any you know, stomach pains, James. Yeah. It was nice. It was nice. Yes. So we will uh, we will preview uh, maybe a two-game winning streak. Yes. What a thought. Look out. Coming up later at three o'clock. Until then, it's you. It's us, and we're talking birds. We're talking about the draft and what you want the Eagles to do with the 10 pick and really the first round in general, 215-592-9494. And if you want to comment on the Hurts contract, which, again, I, I do think, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit last segment, but it is, I think a lot of people just assumed it would be like, all right, they're going to announce this thing, and then we move forward and stuff, and it is it is lingering. These are complicated deals, they especially are. with quarterbacks. You know, and, and, and look, virtually every guy, and I'll include Jalen in this, even though he has one more year left in his deal, I mean, hit free agency at the perfect time. They almost all had career years. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's crazy. Burrow, Herbert, all yeah. these guys, they're all just like right there. You know, it's. You know, and the only difference is they have that fifth year option they because the they were first option. rounders. It's yep. the only difference. So Jalen's is a little bit trickier. Well, it's more and, sense of urgency. Exactly. And because Jalen also has not made as much money as those guys. Not even close. I mean, not even close. No. Like they've made like 20 or 15 times the amount of money that Jalen's made. And that's yeah. like, you know, matters. What you know isn't going to happen is you're not going to hear publicly, there's not going to be leaks. There's not going to be Jalen 
Biden's unhappy. He doesn't operate like no. that. So it, it will be done behind the scenes. But to think it was going to happen, like, I just never agreed that it was going to get done quickly. I do think it'll get done before camp because the organization and he don't want they learn lessons from other totally. places. And Lamar Jackson's example of how you don't do things. Totally. So I don't think that part will happen. Yeah, well, and especially when, look, I mean, the owner and the general manager came out at the owners' meetings and basically were like, it's going to happen. So yeah, weird. Was so weird. And we're going to give them input. There, like, was, there was no, like, uh, 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 obfuscation or no, like, trying to make it, you know, no. oh, oh, we don't know, like, playing with the media. They're like... He's going to be here a long time. We love him. It was that was that was notable to me. That was that was very strong. I think. And last thing on the Ravens, but I, I think what we're learning is like I think we assumed what, what is it? Eric DaCosta. Yes, was going to be like a clone of Ozzie Newsom. Maybe he doesn't quite know yeah. what he's doing like Ozzie yeah. Newsom did. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four to get in on all that. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Tennessee and talk to our guy Justin. What up, feller? What's happening, fellers? How y'all doing? It's fine. Hey, Saturday. Justin. What's up? Oh, man, I'm just sitting out here on the porch listening to you boys, enjoying Love this it. nice weather down here, man. Love uh, it, buddy. Want, it's always a better want, day when we hear from you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great day when I get to talk to you boys, so we're all, we're all square on that, I guess. Uh, as far as what I want to talk about, I love this time of year. I love the draft. Absolutely love it. It is my – I mean, I like it more than the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I love it. I, I love going over players and looking at them and stuff. I love college football. It's it's just my most favorite. I will literally sit there and watch every pick of the draft all the way through. I love it. I, I, it's it's like a second Christmas to me compared to the opening of football season. But with that said, I don't think there's any way Howie sits at 10 and makes a pick unless Jalen Carter falls or Will Anderson falls. I think he's trading that pick. I don't think he's going to take B. John there. Now, I, my thought was just like uh, Tom said. I would be fine with him trading down to like maybe 14, 19, something like that, and then maybe taking him because, yeah, he, he would still be the best player on the board probably at 10, you know, if, if Will Anderson and, and Jalen Carter are gone. But I just I just don't see how he's doing that. It's just not in his DNA. Now, he, he's proven this wrong before. But there's a lot of good backs in this draft, and it's like you said earlier, Rob, there's going to be a lot of good free agents out right. there after it's all said and done, you know, with the possibility of mixing and cooking. Or so Gibbs on. in the second round out of Bama, who Gibbs, does everything Gibbs. you want for an NFL running back. He's a great pass catcher. Yeah. Like, there, there, there oh, are going to be options there. I love Gibbs, man. I, I told these guys earlier, Gibbs has only got one year at Alabama. His first two years, he was at Georgia Tech, and that's yep. why I think he's not as hyped up as B. John. He only had two years at a horrible team at Georgia Tech. Then he gets to Alabama with good talent, and you see what he does. And he's he's amazing at catching the ball. But uh, I always like doing this around draft time because uh, James and Elliot get get tickled at me because I do love the draft so much. They call me the ACC guy. He's our but draft expert. I, I can hear it. He's man. our ofi- official Go Birds draft expert. I hear it in Justin. your voice, Justin. I love it. <laughs> I, I like. I'll tell you, I love one of your vols too. Uh, my man Hyatt, the receiver. I am a I huge fan. Hyatt is not getting enough push, I think. I think somebody's yep. going to get a gem in him, and I wouldn't be shocked to see Andy Reid go after him at uh, 31 there. But anyway, there's a guy from Arkansas. He's a center, and I think we could get him, like, in the, if we – I know we have a pick at 94 or something like that, and that yeah. may be too high, and that may be just right. But he's started at both guard positions, and his main time is at center. His name's uh, Ricky Stromberg. He's very athletic, very agile and whatnot. 
and he played for Sam Pittman at Arkansas, who is basically he's the head coach at Arkansas, but before he came head coach, he was the Jeff Stoutland of, of college football. He is the best offensive line coach in college football. Jeff Stoutland is. Okay. So I mean, why he's our draft expert. It's this kind yeah, of insight. Uh, you know? It's good insight right there about the Pittman. Best, best offensive line coach in college football. Stoutland's the best in the NFL. But if, you know, we all believe this is probably Kelsey's last year. Then they would move Jurgens to center, and this kid could just step right in next year at guard as a third, maybe a fourth-round pick if we pick up another pick. This kid's really good, y'all. And don't I love be it. Surprised, right. Don't be surprised if Howie takes a tight end because Dallas Goddard is with you older than Zach Ertz when we took when, Dallas Exactly. Goddard. It's exactly yep. right. But Justin, great anyway, call, buddy. Thanks, Justin. That's, that's my draft draft talk for today. I'll holler at y'all next week. I love schools. I mean, uh, you're the best. I would much rather see them take an offensive line in the third round than in the first round. And I get the the trenches part of it. It's not. I, I again, I'm not saying take Bijan or whatever. It's that with Jeff Stoutland here, like especially Skaronski. Like the idea of taking the whole thing with Skaronski is like. Oh, he's a technician. Right. Like he comes in ready, you know, ready to play and stick him in and stuff. It's like I don't need that guy. I can I can train. Somebody. I can train someone to be mm-hmm. that because I got the best offensive line coach in the sport. So yep. for me, like I understand if you want to take a toolsy dude up higher, it was yeah. it's going to be a Paris Johnson or whatever. Well, even Dickerson, you could justify that because it, minus the injuries, the guy was an absolute monster. Exactly, and also played multiple positions yeah. and can, yeah. you know can refine things mm-hmm. with Dallin. I just I don't I don't get the idea of taking someone who's already pro ready when you the whole point is you got this dude who can just mold dudes. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four from Justin to Justin in uh, Richmond. What up, Justin? I told you on the morning show you got to stop doing this to me. And I was being serious. You got to stop putting me on after. Justin. He was on after Justin in uh, Tennessee. It's, he said it's to too follow. much pressure, but see, Justin, I did it because I believe in you, and I know that you're a great caller, and you don't need to worry about James. Is like things. a motivational coach here, man. He- Man, he really is. I, I think I've said before that everybody needs a James Belter in their life. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing him home with me. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. Tell he he doesn't know that, that yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Rob, good to talk to you. I think this is my first time. Thanks, in, Justin. But, uh, my pleasure, man. Joe or or any radio. So good to good to chat with you too. But um, I think the the thing that I keep asking myself about the draft because I think my top two. Um, Thoughts are the same as everybody else's. You trade for Will Anders, you trade up to get Will Anders, and you trade up to get Jalen Carter. I think if you can make either of those happen, that's the best case scenario. Um, but after that, I think like the, I my mentality would prefer to go defense, but I just I don't know who's there that you would take in ten and be excited about. Um, so I think if you can, you trade back and see. You know, maybe it's Bijan later, maybe it's. Um, a Miles Murphy later, um, but I just I worry it and that they would just miss on someone because they're reaching a little bit more, um, and that's also why I don't like taking um, an offensive lineman there either. Because I mean, Stalin can train someone, um, but also the last time they took a guy in the first round to kind of develop and, and back up, it was Andre Dillard. So and he's not on the team anymore. So. I think it's a, I think it's good in theory, but I think that there are times that it doesn't work out. And obviously, my lot is and and but you're not getting another uh, seventh round rugby player to come in and take over left tackle. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I think you know, watching every Texas game, you know, Justin from Tennessee, the SEC guy, I'm the Big Twelve guy. Um, so I just 
I well, like Justin, let me let me jump in. Let me hit a couple things because you you, you, yeah. you throw a lot out there. Let me let me jump on a few. I think the only yeah. way they they sit at ten is if somebody starts to fall. We see it every year. Oh my God, Jalen Carter's still sitting there at eight or, or something like that. I think it's but even then, I think then they try to get up to eight. I don't think they're Correct. sitting at ten no matter what. I think it's either a move up or a move back. So I I agree with you in, in that spot. I think James made a good point about the offensive line thing. You know, who knows? Unless they're just in love or enamored with Skaronsky because of his cross-training ability to play tackle and guard, maybe. But I think I think you're right. I think they're, they either try and get up to get one of those two guys, and who knows? Maybe some of the off-the-field stuff with Carter helps you get in the neighborhood where it was going to be impossible before. Maybe, maybe that happens. Will Anderson's going to take a real leap. You're going to have to really get up in front of some yeah. teams. Uh, but, yeah, as far as the other stuff, trade back, man, and then then you can start doing some real damage here a little bit later in the first round and or the second round. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Somebody made – I forget who made the point this week um, on on the radio that, uh, that we don't actually have even a ton of roster spots that we need to fill with draft picks. Um, so even if there's a way to just get some more high, you know, high pick package, um, some late picks, maybe even a guy to get another, like – Star, or not even a star, but another pick in the second or third round. Um, I think that's another interesting choice because you don't need draft picks next year. I think if you can get a couple more this year in you know third, fourth round, um, I think that would be a great, great job. So yeah, um, Justin, great. appreciate you guys taking my call. Good Thanks, to talk bud. to you. Get great call, and, uh, buddy. Good talk to you guys next weekend. Yeah, keep them coming. We appreciate it. And look, I do think I think what every Eagles fan is hoping for is we see a team trade into three. The Colts board, we want four crazy quarterbacks at the top of the board. I think it's pretty clear that Stroud and Young will go one and two or, or likely go one and two. And then I think Richardson or Levis will go. I, th- I think three quarterbacks are going to go in, in the first four picks. The question is, does the fourth go there? Yeah, the good news is as far as Richardson goes, like – People are going crazy. Oh, someone will take him. Right someone now. will go up and get that I guy agree. and say, I can, I can. it's like Trey Lance. Agreed. So I, I think that's going to happen, James. Uh, you know, Will Levis. That gets I, really interesting. If four pick, if four quarterbacks go in the top four. Then all it starts sudden, getting real. Then it's real. Because yep. then Seattle could just take whoever they wanted those two at five. And then all of a sudden, you're, you could trade up and get one, get the other of those two guys. Like, if I'm Seattle, I, I know what a good year geno smith had and i know they uh, just it's crazy decided. to me like i don't crazy buy it continuing i am right there with you he's so, not your future like no. he's a nice it's a nice story and like maybe yeah. you make the playoffs with him you're not winning the super bowl geno smith that's i'm really thinking about a quarterback that's it i dude i'm with you that's yeah. a especially you know with with having the draft capital they have yeah 215-592-9494 we're going to continue to run your calls next segment i see some of our favorite callers on the line we're going to get to you guys and more, and again, getting in on the draft right now. Again, we are 12 days away from the first round of the draft. It is all about to get real. He's Rob. I'm James. It's Gold Birds Radio from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. And everyone loves a smart investment. And there's no better place to put your money right now than in your home. Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with, get this, 0% interest for five years. Yes, you heard me right. 0% interest for five years. This is unheard of. Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. Go with the window company that's installed nearly two 
million windows by installers with over a decade of experience only using the top of the line ins installation materials, which is why 96% of installs require no follow-up service. That is amazing. Call today and lock in these limited time savings, 866-90NATION, and pay absolutely zero interest for five years, the life of your loan, and get two free windows with every two you buy, 866-90NATION or windownation.com, and tell them Go Birds sent you. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino. Coming to you from the Sportsbook at Parks Casino, Rob Ellis, James Seltzer with you. Rob in for Elliot Shore Parks, just, you know, gallivanting. James, I can today. set up a cot here. I was here last night to see Joe Conklin <laughs> and City Rhythm Orchestra. Nice! It was awesome at the Excite yeah, Center. He yeah. was great, man. It, he was awesome, so man. good. And it's the first time I've seen this with the City Rhythm Orchestra. I've seen Joe do stand-up a million sure. times. Uh, it was something to behold. Like, if you're a Philadelphia sports fan and you're a, you're, you're a native Philadelphian and you know that, you know, it's, it's like a history lesson. It's not just no, sports. That's really cool. Like, you know, the, the gimbals and the, the back of the day in Center City. It's, it's really cool, man. And here's the thing that Joe Conklin does not get enough credit for. He's a good singer. He like he is a dude, really, Elvis Costello. Dude, he has like it. a great voice. Like we always the, the voices he does. Yes. Just, but like just as a pure singer, like the dude has some pipes. Uh, he, man. Did, he did peace, love, and understanding last night. Yeah. And his brothers, Jim and John, can flat out sing. Wow. I it, mean, well, we know his daughter can sing the whole thing. Great. Yeah, but it was cool. It was fun. That's man. really really yep. cool. Yeah. And the Excite Center is such a great place to see events. I know. Um, uh, there's some really cool events coming up mm -hmm. there. So uh, so check that out. Of course, two one five five nine two. 94 94 we're talking draft 12 days. it is crazy 12 days away from the, oh, the first I, let's, round let's just say a week from thursday to make it sound i like even that more. even better a week from thursday yes the first round of the nfl draft will be taking place the eagles have two picks will they make them both that's something we're getting into uh where do you stand on what the eagles should do at 10 at 30 trade up trade back Bijan or bust let's go to our guy what up black ready Baby mama, Robbie, how you guys doing today? Uh, What's up, BG? I, I just, I just, I just uh, got my black gritty shirt out of the wash because I wore it. I love it. My oh, just, I got to get some gear, man. Speed. I need some oh, black yeah. gritty gear. I got a black gritty shirt. No big deal to me. Yeah, yeah, right. He's in these streets. He's in these streets, Robbie. That's right. In these streets, you locked up in the cot. You know I got a rep. I got a rep. <laughs> what up, baby? Uh, so let me confess something to you. I hate the draft. Until this new rule where college kids get paid, I stopped watching college football except for the playoffs like 10 years ago. Now I started watching it again, but I hate the draft. I hate all the experts telling me that this guy is going to be that. And this guy. You know what I want? I love the fourth game of the year when I find this breakout kid that somebody lucked out on or somebody actually became who they were supposed to be. Because every single year, 99% of these dudes are trash. You know what I want the Eagles to do? I want an impact player from day one. I want a dude that shows up at training camp and flip-flops is out here in his little chart talking about the speed and athleticism and all the catches and, and, and the practice wins that we're going to get with this guy. Like, I want a guy who walks in day one and puts his foot on the floor and hits the ground running. I don't want a project. I don't want to miss. So whatever we got to do to get a guy that impacts this team, that's what I want. And, and, and I know it's a lazy, cliche thing, but, you know, the draft's coming in. Everybody's going to tell you, this guy's a game record. He's a game And then they turn out to be trash. Every year we do it. But that, that's Dumper reason, Dumper, like, number 50. Guy. But that, that, why last year was such an anomaly for the Eagles. You won 14 games, and you got virtually no contributions from your first three yeah. months. Like, great how point. crazy is that? That is crazy. Yeah, it really and is. They were, and they were home run picks by, by, rated by everybody. Yeah, people everybody loved them. They were, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah they weren't Marcus like Smith like, or the Fireman. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So that, that's what I want, guys. I, we, we get closer and closer to it. I mean, no matter what we say, they're going to do what they do. I just want to impact right out the gate player. Uh, keep holding it down. Robbie, get out here in these streets and get some of this fresh air. <laughs> Baby mama, I love you. And tough flip-flops. Uh, just because he's talking basketball does not make him an expert. He is a kidder. He is running around. He's out here throwing around expert. I'm like, bro, it's not the same. Just because you started a podcast. I got a podcast. I've been talking basketball for the last six years. Am I an expert? No. I'm a dude yelling at the radio. I love you guys. Oh, you're the best, Love you. Yeah. Oh, he's the best. Uh, I, he's I, the anti-Justin. I could just he talk to him for an entire show. Yeah. I know. Um, I, 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 I do think, though, he makes a good point in that I remember when Elliot and I were doing shows leading into the Devontae Smith draft a right. few years ago, and obviously a different situation because the Eagles had actually had the sixth pick and yeah. traded back to 12 and then trade up to 10 and all that, but they were the sixth worst team in the NFL, yep. tied for fifth worst, whatever you want to say. They were really bad, and it was a different situation. But at that time going into that draft, like the thing that Elliot and I kept saying, and we wanted Devontae. We ended up being very happy. That was the dude we wanted for the exact reason. We just thought he was ready to step in, and he's a dog, and let's go. But we were like, no matter who it is, like whoever the guy they take is, no matter what position it is, like he just has to be a great player. Yeah. Like they can't miss on this pick. This pick is too important for the franchise and where they're at right now. Like they have to hit on this guy. He has to be great. Like this situation, like it's important, but it's not that same um, urgency. It, urgency because yeah. they're a 14-3 team coming into it instead of a, a, a you know whatever four eleven and one team. No, you're right. But I, I think what makes 1030 or whatever it turns out to be important, maybe not to that level of Devontae, is we don't know about last year's guys. Like uh, That's even, a great point. Yeah, you know, it could yeah. be three misses for right. all we know. Yeah, I, I, I think Jurgens. I think he's the most likely to be so, successful. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and it's like, man, if it turns out that Jordan Davis is just sort of a run stopper, which is fine, but maybe not for where they took yeah, him. Yeah, there's value in it, but not for the 13th pick in the draft. And N'Kobe Dean's sort of solid, but not spectacular. You can't have two straight years of that, so, so they really better know, that's a right. real, And especially, again, to the thing that we talked about before, and we'll keep coming up in these discussions when we talk about it, especially when you're about to pay your quarterback a lot of money, yeah, right. it makes hitting on these cheaper guys who can be foundational pieces for you, but at a cheap price, that much more important. Amen. That's a great point. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Let's keep it rolling with our guys. And go to Vancouver and talk to our buddy Tom. Yo, Tom. Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing? What's up, Tom? I'm well. I'm well. I'm uh, watching the Sixers game on mute while listening to you guys. I think that's the best combination I can Smart have. Man. What Sixers game? <laughs> I have no, I have no <laughs> idea. I, what I have no you idea what you're talking about, Tom. I only so know that the draft is 12 days that's away. It. That's it. the only week thing from I know. Thursday, you guys that's all we know. So entertaining yeah. that it's. That, that's why I'd prefer to listen to you. I love it, so buddy. The, Thanks, Tom. In, 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 I actually really like also, Rob, I agree with that take of uh, it's, a, it's a week from Thursday. That gets Thank it more exciting, It makes it, it easier it does. to digest. It, and it pops yes. more. It does pop more. You know, 12 days a week from Thursday sounds way cooler. Now, I've, I've noticed something, and that is this. So Elliot picked up the Bijan one. He was on the Bijan train right at the very beginning when it was still bleeding edge. And, you know, it was like, oh, here goes Elliot again. Everybody's going to make fun of him. And then and then sort of surprisingly, he sort of let it drop a little bit. And then Ike seemed to pick it up mm-hmm. and run with it. And then then everybody else started picking it up. And it's been pretty crazy. And I've noticed that, like, Baldy, he's sort of like, no, it's not a good idea. But then he gets excited about it. Ruben Frank even 
he's like, oh, it's not a good idea. They're not going to do it. And then he gets excited about it. PFF analysis are doing the same thing. Everybody's doing the same thing. It's pretty crazy. Oh, Tom, I'm with you. Yeah, in the sense that we're like, I am saying don't draft him. But if they draft him, I'm going to be excited about it. I'm right there with you. Well, it's yeah, and, not and your stance usually on those kind of things is, I'm going to hate it if they yes, take so-and-so. in this case, I, I, I don't want them to do it, but I'm not going to hate it. Because I, I don't care who you are, there's a little piece of you that looks at it and is like, oh, my God, if you drop this dude and it's already there right this now, be, like, this is going to be like a video game. Yeah. There's always that little, that's the, the fan in you, and that's yeah. good. We should never lose that part of us. But there is a little bit of that. And look, I'm, I don't want them to take him either, but... I can see that other side. This is not one of those, like, abs- you're crazy, give me a break. No, I, I get it. I, I agree. I agree with you guys. And I also agree, Rob, with your point about defense. That you know, How did not having any talent on uh, special teams work out for special teams? <laughs> I just think you've got you to be really careful It's a good that. point. Right on, Tom. No, Tom, and, that, and that's another reason why you've got to hit on guys. You know, you're good. The, the, and we saw it even with the greatest Eagles roster we've ever seen, or, or at least most people agree, or, or one of the two or three, whatever you want to say, they still had horrible special teams players. And you it know? bit them. And it bit them. Worst time. So it's a good point, Tom. And then Sharonsky, I know that, that, you know, I know, James, you're not too excited about him, but he could be a real guard. He's got the size for it, and then he could cover for Lane. And we all know what the Eagles' uh, track record is when Lane goes down. No, and that's and Tom, great calls Thanks, always, Tom. and that's a good point. And again, I would not, I said it before, and I'll say it again, like, I will not kill them if they take an offensive lineman. I understand what they do as a franchise, and I, the importance of it has been proven to me enough over the years watching this team and, and the success they've had because of it for me to be like, I hate this pick, but... If you're going to do that, I'd rather I'd rather just not take the guy who's the technician and it's the, you know, yeah. when you've got Stoutland. But look, and also I'd rather not draft a guy who's going to be a guard at 10. Like, that's not, you know. And that generally doesn't happen. Generally doesn't happen. It's like no. the elite, elite guys. And even then they don't work out. I mean, what was it? Jonathan Cooper was like the eighth pick. That mm-hmm. didn't work out. Chance Warmack, I think the 10th oh. pick or something. That didn't work out. Usually yeah. when guards go that high, you know, it's it's a risky maneuver I hear you. For, for a lower upside position. One thing I'd throw in there with any position we're talking about where you say, Ah, come on, they're, they're, they're set there. The Eagles miraculously had everybody but Barnett start the Super Bowl. It's a great point. You know, it's so great, just because great we're looking point. at saying, yeah, you're fine at right tackle. No, you're there. right. Not necessarily. You're right. And the depth there is not like, without Dillard gone. Yeah. You know, the, the depth there is not what it once was. Yeah. No, look, again, I will not kill them for it. It's just... You know, it's hard to also get super geeked up about it. <laughs> it's, de- it's definitely not I'm buying this Skaronsky jersey tomorrow. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. 215-592-9494. We got a long segment up coming up, so we're going to get to your calls. We're talking draft. The Hertz contract, if you want to get in on that. Generally, the state of the Eagles is, again, the draft a week from Thursday. Yes. Coming up here. Uh, again, 215-592-9494 to get in now. It's Rob Ellis. It's James Seltzer. It's Go Birds Radio, and it is a great time of year for sports and for the Bet Park Sportsbook app. Baseball and golf are back. Pro basketball, pro hockey playoffs going on right now. Bet Parks is a proud official betting operator of the PGA Tour as well. And in my hand, when you're holding the Bet Parks app, you have all you need 
to get some skin in the game. It's the only sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. You can bet golf every weekend, bet pro baseball, basketball, MMA, hockey, live in-game betting lets you bet on the action as it's happening. Real swings, real opportunities to make money. Same game, parlays are a blast and so much more. You can bet on more than the score. You can bet on player performances like homers, hits, strikeouts in baseball, points, rebounds, assists, and hoops, and a whole lot more. All new users. Here's the deal. If you bet $10 and you get 125 in sportsbook bonus if your first bet is a winner. Betparks.com has the terms and conditions. New users and winning bets only. Sports bonus bet must be wagered once. See the website for details.